0: Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for
1: forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in
0: touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Right, um, welcome to the FitPro Podcast today. Anna, it's great to have you with us. Lovely to to be here perhaps you can start by introducing yourself to all the fit pros out there.
1: Yes so my name is Dr Anna Campbell. I'm an associate professor at Edinburgh Napier University and I'm also director of CanRehab which is a training company for fitness and health professionals to become more aware of the benefits of exercise after a cancer diagnosis.
0: Great and let's just think about the qualifications that I currently on offer mm. for fit pros. You know, personal trainers listening might want to enhance their, their skill set. What What's currently on offer and, and what do you offer at Can Rehab?
1: So at Can Rehab we have specialised as being the main provider for people who are already at level three who would like to become cancer exercise specialists. So this was an area that I realised there was a gap for fitness instructors around about 2008-2009 in that people were going to patients and clients I was working with were seeing when they went to the gym and said they'd cancer you could see the fear in the look of the fitness instructor's eyes. So I decided look we need to try and help the fitness instructors become more aware of what cancer is, what the treatments are, what the side effects of those treatments are and what they can and can't do to help them. So that was where I set up the Can Rehab Level 4 in a qualification which is becoming a cancer excise specialist. So basically this is like various other level fours. It is a four-day course in which uh, you will learn a lot about what cancer is, what actually causes it from a kind of cancer biology point of view, not to make you suddenly great oncologists, but the more you're aware of what causes cancer, the more I can help fitness instructors understand why people get the treatments Mm. they get. So the main treatments that people get for cancer are chemotherapy, radiotherapy, hormone treatment and of course one of the big ones is surgery. And with all those treatments, there are a huge plethora of side effects. And again, if a client comes to you, they may not say what these side effects are, Mm -hmm. but as a fitness instructor, we train you to be aware of the relevant side effects. So just to give you some examples would be somebody who's had colorectal cancer may actually have a stoma, a colostomy bag, and we would teach you what you can and can't do in somebody that circumstance. A man with prostate cancer may be coming to your class or to see you one-to-one and he may be in hormone treatment, which reduces or increases the chance of him having bone density problems and increased risk of osteoporosis and bone fracture. So again, we teach you what you can and can't do. And a third example would be a woman with breast cancer who maybe has lymphedema, which is a side effect of surgery and lymph node removal. And again, we teach and train you about what you can do. So the course has a lot of theoretical components to it, but it's very practical orientated in that you will actually, work with lots of case studies of different examples and you will actually learn what you do and don't do with each of these different types of clients. So at the end of the four days of the training and if you pass your exams then you will be able to confidently provide safe and effective and most importantly individualised programmes for anybody who's been affected by cancer. Mm,
0: I think that's really important and also so thinking about the, the fitness industry how well do you think they have been responding to this? And, and what can be you know, improved from, from the fitness industry?
1: I think the fitness industry have probably not been aware of the number of people who are walking around in gyms, in settings, who've had cancer. And so I think they are now being aware that people don't necessarily want to say they've had cancer because they're afraid that they might actually be told, well, I'm not sure what I can do. So the fitness industry are waking up to the idea that actually living with and beyond a cancer diagnosis, there's lots of clients that they should and could be working with. And this is where I think that awareness has to be increased more. So the level four qualification is the gold standard. Mm. But what Can Rehab is now trying to do is actually give more of a cancer awareness qualification. So through SimsBa, we are wanting to make more of the leisure services and the fitness industry Level two instructors, be aware of what cancer is and what the treatments are, because Mm. to be honest, there's a lot of cancer survivors that you do not need to be a level four instructor to work with. So we are actually now setting up an online cancer awareness course that fitness instructors at level two, where I think that's where the fitness industry need to start picking up on that awareness training so that if somebody who had breast cancer is back at work, they had it five years ago, the only major side effect they've had at the moment is weight gain due to hormone mm. treatment they can just go to any normal class and work as hard as they possibly can mm. so that's where I think the fitness industry are now becoming aware that living with and beyond a cancer diagnosis is not something that has to be necessarily treated with kid gloves yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. the awareness it's having that, that awareness definitely. having that yeah. awareness and then that gives you the confidence to say okay you've had cancer but let's go on with your normal mm. programme or let's tweak it very slightly or okay this has come up I'm going to have to refer you to a level four instructor or this has come up I'm going to refer you back to your GP Mm. so it's just giving that baseline so it's it's trying to get the fitness industry to be less afraid of working with people with cancer
0: exactly yeah and then obviously if they are if they are working on a case-by-case basis then they can seek further education if, if, if needed.
1: Yeah, and that's where, you know, as I say, Can We Have started with the Level 4, but we've really expanded now into, again, working with more health professionals. We've actually had surgeons and oncologists who come on to our programme, and they've been absolutely impressed by the fitness instructors and said, mm-hmm. wow, these guys are great. I'd have no hesitation of referring my patients to them. So it's been raising that awareness there. But as I say, we've expanded that we now realise that the more people are cancer friendly, I don't know if I like that word necessarily, but cancer aware, mm. anybody in the fitness industry who's cancer aware, that's going to be a good thing. Definitely. And
0: obviously in the news this week, they were saying, you know, more GPs should actually be inside gyms. What's, mm-hmm. your, what's your take on that? And.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, GPs are at the forefront of a lot of chronic conditions. So they're seeing patients that have various chronic conditions. So the one obviously I concentrate on is cancer. And so I think a lot of times they don't have the time to say, okay, this is what you should do. But if they had, I would say, it's almost like GP should have somebody, a health and wellbeing within their clinic. Yeah, that they definitely, say, yeah. this is a person you can go to and they will make mm. sure that you get directed to what's right for mm. you. I think that's where, and being at this, this conference here at Elevate, I've met so many medical professionals who are so fired up now to try and link much better with fitness professionals. And if we can get that link set up and established some way much stronger and Mm. as part of a standard practice I think the benefits would be
0: huge Closing that gap isn't there? I think there's been a a gap for a while I know UK Active are trying to set up their their wellness hubs, facilities within city centres so they can actually, the GP can show them, you know, to to the next door to go and, you know, see their physio or or see whoever that might
1: be. And that's a brilliant idea. And I think, you know, that's where, as you say, when people have uh, finished their treatment for the cancer, and they go back for a checkup with their doctor, it may be a case that the doctor says, right, how are you doing? Okay, you finished, because the evidence shows that that is the one time where a lot of people can get very down. So once the treatment's over, People go into a bit of a black hole Mm. and they feel, oh, my God, I've been through all this. What next? And that's where the GP is usually the first person they see and the benefits that they can be given by referring them to an exercise program or being physically active or a personal trainer. That's where the benefits are really huge. Mm. So one of the other areas I think the fitness industry could be much more involved is actually when people are in the middle of the treatment so what happens in other European countries and indeed in Australia they've just uh, set this out is that everybody during cancer treatment part of their standard cancer care is that they get an exercise program and you might think but why is that the case well the evidence is really strong if you're active during your chemo you reduce a lot of the cardiovascular functional decline the muscular strength decrease decline decline the fatigue that happens that is a lot less when you're active so actually some health professionals are saying it's harmful not to do Mm, activity during the treatment which is really what people thought was the opposite when i started everybody was told stay in bed when you're on your chemo and now the evidence i I know
0: a a personal trainer that i work you know know quite well she she's had breast cancer Uh, she's actually got unfortunately got breast cancer again but she you know she's she's teaching Pilates throughout her her treatment and she's very you know, she wants she wants to spread that message as well Uh, Yeah,
1: and that's where it's almost for if she can spread that message or any fitness professional because a lot of people are looking for hope They've got lots of support from it's family. It's not friends. the end, is it? I think, I think that's
0: the thing. It's, that not, it's not, is not the, the key. end. Yeah.
1: I, I've got colleagues in Denmark, and they have a program for every person that's diagnosed with advanced inoperable lung cancer. They get a program, and these people say thank you. Everybody else has been saying there's nothing we can do for you, and these fitness professionals saying we can do something for mm-hmm. you. And actually, the results from a kind of research point of view, they say show that these people live longer and their quality of life is better. So sure. Really, that's something that's yeah. major so that's where I think if we can get more of the fitness professionals obviously qualified to level four to work with the people who are in the chemotherapy the radiotherapy wards and get that referral pathway the benefits are going to be really big and the, the main thing that now the evidence is showing that if you can be active during and after a cancer diagnosis there's good emerging evidence that reduces the chance of the cancer coming back compared to somebody who's completely sedentary. So for a lot of people, that diagnosis of cancer can be that moment where they've never been active in their Mm -hmm. life, but they just say, what can I do to stop this coming back? Mm. And physical activity is something positive positive. They can do that will help not only combat a lot of the side effects, but it will make them feel psychologically that they're in control of one aspect of their life, but it also may stop the cancer coming back. Mm. So that's a big message where I feel that in the UK we have to say this is part of standard care because a consultant oncologist would never say, would you like a little bit of chemotherapy? They don't say because they know it's beneficial. So Mm. in a way, all this thing about exercise is like a pull we really mm. should start to think about this as it.
0: It's, it's, it's not optional. <laughs> it's not optional. It optional?
1: It, the option will be what's right for you. Yeah, having that tailored program. Tailored, and... individualized, safe and effective program is what I say. And yes, for somebody who's never exercised, the last thing I do is throw them straight into a gym setting and give them t- 12 rep max you know, mm-hmm. of the bicep curls, you know, 50 minutes or whatever. But I'm just saying is that you have to tailor it for where your, your patient is as far as their cancer journey, their history of being active, Mm. the level of fitness and what they like Mm. but once you do that I mean the, the benefits are huge
0: fantastic and so you touched on some research there but is there any new groundbreaking research that you can share with us today?
1: there's some really fascinating stuff that I just find is just groundbreaking when I started I was told that you shouldn't really exercise during the time of chemotherapy that that was a time where you should not new research is actually showing where there are in some of the the research centers gyms that people are cycling while they're on chemo and actually shows that the effectiveness of the chemotherapy is better so with the exercise that chemotherapy drug which is pretty toxic is getting to the zones it should to Mm. to help kill the cancer and it's also people who are active during their chemotherapy stage seem to be tolerating the chemotherapy better and so they're getting better results. So that was one of the big things. I so like, wow, we've really changed our attitude about yeah, being yeah. active during chemo. And the second big thing is, again, I was originally telling all my fitness instructors, if somebody has got bone metastases, so the cancer has spread from the original site to the bones, then I would say, do not do any weight-bearing exercises at that site where the bone mets are. And now the evidence is actually showing if with a particular type of bone metastasis, you can exercise. So that's where, again, what I do with the CAN Rehab Level 4 is anybody who does the course gets constant updates of where the evidence is moving because yeah, it's yep. moving it's constantly, so fast.
0: constantly changing and yes up, yeah.
1: so somebody who qualified five or six years ago will have to revalidate so that they know where they really are because it's moving so fast in a very positive way mm. they want to keep people up to date so it's exciting times it's I definitely think.
0: yeah there's always new you know new things being unearthed all yep. the time so and then just to touch on your own personal experience working with cancer patients how have you you know personally seen those positive changes Do you know, it's a group,
1: I've worked in the kind of with clinical populations, cardiac a lot, but there's something about some of the people I've met through the cancer where I am just in awe of how much they really are willing and able to, to work with me and improve the physical activity and get the benefits. So to give you an example, I had 100 women who had done a group exercise class during chemo, and the Cancer Research UK Race for Life, We all went to that, (laughs) and they all had these balloons that said, Anna's Amazons. (laughs) And I don't know if you know, but the Amazon women actually cut off one of their breasts so that they could use their bow and arrows better. So there was a kind of symbolism there. But at the end of that, through the Tannoy, which they have at the end of these 5k races, they just said, this is for Anna, thanks for giving us our life back. So can you imagine how I felt hearing that? A simple programme of exercise has a huge benefit.
0: And and you obviously work quite closely with Macmillan as well.
1: Yes. So I'm mainly Macmillan's physical activity advisor and I have worked very closely with them to help set up the Move More programmes, which are nationwide, help them with setting up the latest guidelines and also... So kind of evidence, so if, say somebody was a personal trainer and they were having a little bit of resistance from a health professional saying, oh, what's this all about? I'm mm. not sure. Then guidelines and the actual evidence in a way that's simple and quick to read to say, here is the evidence in black and white that this is really good from why, a very academic should, yeah. point of view. That's enough to convince a lot mm. of health professionals, OK, I get it now, let's get this
0: referral pathway up and running. That's great. And so looking kind of, obviously, you know, new research coming up, but what's, what's in the pipeline for... Can Rehab in your work? Well, from the research from an
1: academic point of view, the new thing we're looking at is can exercise really protect you from the cancer coming back? So there's a lot of really interesting work on what we call biomarkers, which are markers of cancer Uh, tumor immunology and tumor cell biology and what it's showing is actually being active after cancer diagnosis may boost the immune system so that it actually can kill the rogue cells that are about there a bit more effectively so some really exciting stuff coming up from that point of view and from CanRehab's point of view as I said we're trying to expand our apart from just having a level four we're trying to develop training for everybody who comes in touch with people with cancer Mm. a big ambitious thing to do but we feel the more people are cancer aware and have can- got this kind of basic knowledge the more people with cancer think okay there's nothing to worry about I can go to my fitness professional in the local gym I can go and talk to the person at the spa I can say I've had cancer and they won't turn me away and that's my main thing for can rehab. Tough. Increasing awareness.
0: That's brilliant, and um, yeah, thanks so much for your time today, Anna. Uh, lots of things in the pipeline. I'm sure we'll uh, keep in touch. Great, lovely talking to you.
1: For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy the, today's podcast, and see you next time.